And so it's, you know, we really want to see how the offensive line performs. If Sam Darnold is going to be able to go out there and, and be calm and make good decisions and make good, accurate throws, uh, you know, because the wide receivers are great. Christian McCaffrey's great. They brought in Dan Arnold. You know, everything's looking fine there. But like I said, I think it's going to be a good measuring stick to see where Carolina is right now. Ravens versus Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> I, 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 just, I think we're going to win pretty handily. I I'm not saying we're going to win by 40 or anything like that. But I think, let's be real. Let's look at the Raiders uh, roster. There, there are some guys you could look at and say, "Hey, you know, they might be all right, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna show it in this game." <laughs> it's the lunch break hot take with Jose and Rodney. Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT Crew B? What is going on? What's going on, man? Man, I got here in the nick of time. In the nick of time, man, it was, it was. It, it, it was going to be a game time decision uh, whether or not I was going to be here at seven fifteen. I barely made it, but uh, everybody's here. So Glad you legend. guys are here. Hope your week is going well. But I got Suge in the chat. What's Suge, up, Suge is here. What's going on? What's going on, Alex what's Stark? Up, Alex what's going Stark? on? Thanks for coming through. We got Zico Kage. What's going That's on? That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for coming through, Zico Kage. What's I'm up, here Derek? Around with my, my microphone. Um, Eric is in the house. Our man E. What's up, E? Yeah, yeah. I didn't miss your call, man. I texted you. I told you we we're getting ready for the for the show. Yazar <laughs> is in the house. What's going on? Raven Ron is in the house. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, Yazar? Raven yeah, Ron. Man. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like the Vegas safe, safe trip. Yes. Safe trip. Safe travels. Tony Hendo. What's going Tony on? Tony Hendo. Jake P. Jake P. Okay. Thank you. Jake. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So, yes, guys, gals, hope you're having a great week. But if not, hopefully it starts getting better right now. It's where uh, we're, we're, we're about 25 hours away, 25 hours away from the start of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Ra- the Panther season starts on Sunday. Ravens start on Monday. But uh, we're going to be discussing uh, – all things today. Our man Eric L is in the house. Greetings, brother men. I hope is almost excellent. Yes, it is. It yes, is. King of Yo, Pugo. King of Pugo, what's going, what's going on? Our man Brandon Buck? Buck is here. Interested in hear uh, about Bell, uh, Le'Veon Bell. We're going to talk about Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh, we're going to talk about people's opinion on Le'Veon Bell as well. We're going to discuss mm-hmm. that. That wasn't something I was planning on talking about, but we're going to talk about that. But um, yeah, okay. So look. We have a lot to talk about, man. Uh, we're going to be discussing some. Uh, we're going to discuss the Ravens, Panthers games. Obviously, we're going to give you our uh, our projections for the year, uh, uh, records, and who's going to perform, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'll talk Le'Veon Bell. We'll, we can talk Mark Andrews' contract. Our man Living Legends here. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, we're going we're going to discuss all that. But first, we like to start our show with the Black History fact. Yes. And B has a black history fact for you. So, uh, you know, just a, a little info about a, uh, a black cowboy uh, by the name of Nat Love, who was born a slave uh, after slavery was outlawed. He, uh, you know, he decided he kind of wanted to, to go out and make a name for himself. He, he won a horse in a, in a raffle. Uh, he took the horse back, sold it back to him for $50 
won the same horse again in another raffle, sold it back to him again for another $50, took his $100 home, gave $50 to his parents, put the other 50 in his pocket and said, you know, I'm going to go out and, and make my name in the world, right? So, you know, he goes west and he's working, you know, he's wrestling, you know, uh, working as a cattle driver and, and everything, uh, you know, just kind of living that cowboy life, right? right. Uh, one day he's out there, you know, chasing after some wayward cattle, trying to round them up. And he runs into some Native Americans, gets into a little uh, little scuffle. Maybe uh, he took some shots and was captured. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he embellished the number of times he was shot, but, you know, he, he, he was wounded and he was right. captured. Right. The, 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 live, the, the, the live men get the tell-the-tales, right? <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, they, they, took, they took him back and he said, you know, that the only reason that they didn't kill him is because he was, uh, you know, he, he's he's mixed. Right. And a lot of them were, you know, uh, 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 they were mixed as well. Right. And so they said, you know, they kind of they kind of took a liking to him. They, they nursed him back to health. They wanted to have him join the tribe. They were trying to get him to, to marry the chief's daughter. Uh, and he was just kind of going along with it, going along with it for, for several months till he got, you know, healthy again. And then he stole a pony and got up out of there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then he, he went on, you know, he went out to, to Deadwood, uh, and, you know, he entered like a, a rodeo contest, won every event and got the nickname Deadwood Dick. Uh, this is replacing his other nickname of Red River Dick. Not the best nicknames out there, but that's all right. Uh, you know, he said he, he trained himself to be a, a marksman. He was one of the best shots around. Uh, and, you know, so after, he says. Yes, yeah, so, so he says. But, you know, ain't nobody around to say otherwise. Uh, and, you know, after a while, you know, he kind of saw that, that you know, the, the cowboy way was going to, you know, come to an end with expansion and everything. And so he, he retired from that and, and started working like security and things like that. Um, the reason I bring him up is one, uh, you know, despite what you would see in Westerns, uh, 25 to 35 to 33% of all cowboys were black. Uh, that's not something that you really see represented in, in Westerns at all. And at all. also, yeah. And, and also coming later this year, uh, Netflix is putting out a movie called The Harder They Fall, uh, where starring Idris Elba, Regina King, uh, Jonathan Majors, and Jonathan Majors is going to be playing Nat Love in that movie. Uh, so, you know, just a little little background on the character. I don't think the story in the movie is real, but that's okay, because <laughs> I don't think a lot of the stories Nat told in his autobiography are real. But, or, you know, or most you, of the Westerns that you watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you want to learn a little more about that character prior to that movie coming out, you know, there, there are other uh, real life characters in there as well. Uh, you know, like I said, Nat Love has his own autobiography, but you can just go ahead and Google Nat Love uh, and some of the other characters there to get you prepared for that movie coming out later this year. Yep. All right. That was a great black history fact. All right. Let's see what we got here. Jerome Bigby's in the house. What's going on? He said about to start my cardio workout. Great timing, fellas. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, Hopefully this this show will get you uh get you going. Some of the topics will get you going. Our man Davon is in the house. Hashtag LBHT. What's going crew. on, Davon? Davon from the DJ and K show. Make sure you guys subscribe or, or right. actually listen. Well, listen, li- listen with your ears, with your ears. Audio <laughs> podcast. It's an audio <laughs> podcast. Okay, yes. you can go on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to audio podcast. That's where you can find the DJ and K show. <laughs> 
Wow, <laughs> Raven, Raven Ron, what's going on with that, man? I did, oh man, <laughs> Miles Boykin, just no love. Yes, yes thank you. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are these are great facts, man. These are fun. All right, guys, where uh, <laughs> where where do we start here? Do we we want to start? Okay, look, we want to start in in order. You want to go with the Panthers game and then the Ravens game, and then sure, sure. and then we we do our predictions. Yeah, and because you know later on in the show we we do have a, a special guest coming on as well. Uh, yes, to talk about you know how how a lot of you maybe can lose some money this weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because while me and B aren't, thank you, aren't yeah, thank you, Majan. Uh, well, yeah, thank B. Uh, me and B aren't aren't gamblers, right? No. We we're not we're not we don't know much about betting odds, whatever. But here at, at the LBHT show, we recognize there are a lot of degenerate gamblers out there. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys need your fix. So we're going to have somebody come on, uh, yes. an expert, if you will, that will help you guys uh, hopefully make the right choices. Okay? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but right. first, we can start off talking about the uh, the Panthers uh, big time revenge game, right? Big time. We got Sam oh, Donald, Robbie Anderson, Frankie Lubu, all going against their, their former team, the New York Jets. Uh, the Jets have a brand new coach and Robert Saleh. They drafted a quarterback, uh, I believe he was what, second overall, and Zach Wilson. Yeah. So they're kind of making over that team. You know, they, they went out, they got Corey Davis, they got Elijah Moore. Uh, Denzel Mims is actually going to play this year, it looks like. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be, I think, a, a good measuring stick for, for Carolina, right? Because New York has some talent on both sides of the ball, but we're not talking about, like, the Ravens kind of depth or anything. Uh, you know, and, and particularly on defense, they've been hit, Pretty pretty hard by injury. Uh, Carl Lawson and Vinnie Curry both out for the season, uh, but they still, you know, they got C.J. Mosley, they got Quinnen Williams, they got Marcus May, so they do have some some talent over there. Uh, and a defensive minded head coach. Yes, and, and that's that's the thing. I think they're going to play better on that side of the ball than people are expecting, uh, because I, I do expect them to be a well coached defense. Um, yeah. Other side of the ball, obviously, like I said, you got Zach Wilson. Everybody's interested to see how he does. Uh, they got a, a a decent offensive line going on there. Uh, it looks like they're naming Tevin Cam, or not Tevin Campbell, Tevin Coleman, their starting running back this week. Uh, but you know, so a remade offense uh, over there. And yeah. in Carolina, obviously, we got a, a great young defense, a lot of talent on that defense, and you know, we got a great young defense because uh, the other side of the ball not looking great. Um, you know, they have the, the wide receivers. They got Christian McCaffrey back. But at quarterback and O-line, really nothing but questions. Uh, starting right guard, John Miller, he uh, was placed on the COVID list. So he's not going to be playing. Right. The good news there is that it's not much of a drop-off from Miller to the to the backups. The bad news is you're not going from like a 10 to a 9. You're going from like a 4 to a 3. Uh, and so, it's you know, we really want to see how the offensive line performs if Sam Donald is going to be able to go out there and, and be calm and make good decisions and make good, accurate throws, uh, you know, cause the wide receivers are great. Christian McCaffrey's great. They brought in Dan Arnold, you know, everything's looking fine there. But like I said, I think it's a, going to be a good measuring stick to see where Carolina is right now because the, the jets aren't the worst, but certainly nowhere near the best. So if Carolina is a good team, they should be able to handle them pretty easily. Uh, you would think. Right. Yeah. Uh, my expectation for that game is going to be, I think it's going to be a, a close win for Carolina. Um, 
I see the Jets winning if Zach Wilson is able to to really just play out of his mind, and I don't think uh, he'll be doing that in his first game. But I do think it's going to be a fairly close one. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I I saw thirteen to seven. Somebody put in in the chat thirteen seven. I can see it being a a, a close uh, a close win for Carolina. I'm trying to see who put that in there. Uh, Let me see. Oh, what's up, Godson? Thanks for coming through. Godson, what's going on? We got Sterling. What's going on, Sterling? Thanks for coming through. But um, yeah. Uh, I, I think Deshaun defense, thirteen. Oh, seven. Deshaun. Yeah. Look, first time head coach and like a second year head coach. Both of them, uh, we we assume are, are trying to build their teams through defense. Well, one is obviously right. Uh, Matt Rule is obviously trying to build through the defense. Uh, Robert Sally, who's an excellent defensive coordinator, we think he's going to try to go that same route. He got his quarterback, but um, yeah, and and you know a better O line at least than, than what Carolina has. Mm-hmm. So there's a little advantage there. What's going on, Dre? But I think uh, Carolina's defense is 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 going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the difference in the game. So yeah, defensive struggle, but you know, uh, they they might have the quarterback. He said, "I want Sam Donald to throw 450 yards, four touchdowns, all for Brodney." Thank you, thank sure. you, Shig. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I, I think, yes, Donald is obviously a, uh, a concern. The O line is obviously a concern, but you do have the better skill positions. I think that will will help make the. Uh, but will be the deciding factor in the game, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it could very well be. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm nervous to see how Donald actually performs. He, you know, he, he, he looked good in his only extended play in the preseason against Pittsburgh. He had a nice game, uh, but I just, I really don't expect the offensive line to hold up. Um, but like I said, you know, they got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, uh, Terrace Marshall, Christian McCaffrey's back. Uh, and then on that defense, they've got a lot of playmakers on defense. Um, yeah. You know, they just drafted J.C. Horn. They got Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, Derek Brown. So I think they'll be able to to do enough to win. I just I'm not expecting a uh, like a fully cohesive uh, you know, and good performance out of them from week one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Felipe Moreno says 27, 21 to seven. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Dre the Great says twenty one seventeen. Okay, all right. What's going on, Mikey? Oh, good. What's up? What's what's going on, Mikey? Off the record podcast. Make sure you check them out. You can also subscribe to them. They do an audio podcast. Listen with your ears, guys. <laughs> with your ears, audio podcast. Also, they're on YouTube, so you can subscribe to them on YouTube as well. Raven Ron wants to know how many yards we're giving Terrace Marshall in his debut. Hmm. I am going to give Terrace, you know, I think he has a good debut. I'm going to give him 73 and a touchdown. Wow. 73 and a touchdown? Yes. I can't yes, sir. It. I can't see it. So how many yards do you think Sam Donald's going to throw for? 75. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I'm going to say that Terrace Marshall go, or, uh, sorry, Sam Donald. I, I can see him at, in, you know, the, the, 250 to 270 range i think they're going to want to try to 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 hold it down a little bit and lean on christian mccaffrey but i do see terrace marshall maybe getting loose for one big play but see yeah it's possible it's possible 
Um, he won't. I don't think he'll get targeted that much. Um, I think yes, Christian McCaffrey will get a lot of the targets. I think oh. Christian McCaffrey might forty to fifteen Panthers. <laughs> Woo! Okay, and Donald with yeah. three touchdowns. Okay. Wow. Listen, this is a big <laughs> game for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Out the gate, he has to show that the Jets made a mistake and that yes, he can play, and that the Panthers didn't make a mistake. All right. This is yeah. this is huge. Um, he doesn't have to go out there and play great, but he should he should be motiv- motivated to go out there and play great. He should be. Uh, I think, yeah, 250, 270 yards passing. Uh, a lot of that is going to be to Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I just don't think Terry Mar- Terrence Marshall would get that many targets. He could end up with a touchdown, though, Like because you're right. You're right. Uh, he could slip that, you know, um, he, he could get behind the defense. He could be somebody that's not going to be the focus. He won't be the focus. I mean, yeah. he, he won't be the focus. And he's 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 done pretty well in camp and in, in preseason. He could just go out there and, sh- and show out. So eh, that's not a bad prediction. Not a bad prediction. I'm gonna say, sheesh. I'm gonna say twenty four to ten Panthers. I'm giving them twenty seventeen. Carolina wins twenty seventeen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, I, I think it's going to be closer than it than it realistically should be, but that's just because I I don't trust the O line and I don't really trust Sam Donald at this point. Stella said uh, seventy five <laughs> yards would make Sam Donald the Ben Simmons of the NFL. There you go. <laughs> so that was spot on. Tony Hando <laughs> says seventeen to six. Okay. Andre Mears, what's going on? He says, "What's up, LBHT." Yes. Your, your boy ABC Def is, is not feeling Sam Darnold. I, I feel you. Prediction pain. That's what Shook says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I guess we can, we can move on to the uh, to the Ravens and the Raiders. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's your what's your what's your take on that one? Well, yeah, first, with, with with new arrival Le'Veon Bell. Well, my first take is I should probably pull up our graphics. I'm just off today. This is what happens when I come in here the last second. You didn't even say nothing. Don't even act like you like, like you saw. You didn't say nothing. <laughs> I, I'm not wearing my glasses. I did not see anything. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. All right. Before we get into that game, uh, well, I, I try to get set up here. Uh, B, first of all, go ahead and post that link one more time to where people can uh, can donate to the show. If you want your if you want a highlighted comment because, you know, we're growing. Okay. You guys have been showing up. Appreciate it. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Mm-hmm. All right. We're trying to hit a thousand subscribers, but as we grow, we're not able to hit every comment like we used to. We, should, we used to be able to read all your comments and you guys have been so generous wanting to uh, donate. Be just put in the link there a way for you to donate. That's our stream labs. That's what we use as a super chat. Since we're not super chat enabled, you can either do stream labs or right above B. Uh, with the cash app dollar sign lbht show and okay speaking of we did just get a cash app and anonymous cash app says for for most excellent work big timers appreciate thank you, you very much sir thank you thank you thank you, you. appreciate you yes so those those are ways and then another way if uh you want to be a ongoing supporter mm-hmm. right above me patreon.com slash lbht show all right. So those are a couple of ways you can support the show. We appreciate it. In the meantime, go ahead and hit go ahead and hit that like button. Also follow us on our social medias at LBHT Show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we've been getting a little bit more active. We're getting we're getting better at that stuff. All right. So go ahead and follow, and um, it's a good follow. All right. That that helps support the show. Yes. Okay. 
So let's bring it up. No, yep. Ravens versus Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> is, is that is he on the air? Uh, the Raiders. Oh, <laughs> I haven't watched Thank these games so long. <laughs> Appreciate on, that, guys. Uh, he's he's on ESPN Plus. They they won't let you get away from him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Ravens versus Raiders, man. Uh, Monday Night Football. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, there's a look. I, I I just I think we're gonna win pretty handily. I don't, I'm not saying we're gonna win by forty or anything like that, but I think I think at least two touchdowns we went by. All right, I'm giving you my prediction out front because let's be let's be real. Let's look at the Raiders uh, roster. Young talent, you know. But the, look, Derek Carr is hit or miss. Sometimes <clears throat> he's okay. He's not bad. You got Henry Ruggs. You got uh, who's the other rookie they, they drafted last year? It was two of them. Uh, Brian I mean, Edwards. Brian Edwards. Edwards. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Darren Waller. Out there. Darren, Darren Waller. Yeah. And you got you got Josh Jacobs. So yes. on offense, they're straight. But they just gave away their O-line. They had a, a good O-line. Yes. But they gave away like two or three of them. Just let them go. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a problem for them on uh, defense. Uh, well, look, did they uh, add anything? Yannick Ngankwe. They got Yannick. Yes. They got Corey Littleton. Okay. Okay. They got. I mean, is that not enough? I don't, I don't know. Like they, yeah, no, yeah, they, that's, the, that's the defense isn't looking great. It's not looking defense, great. Defense is a struggle. Denzel uh, they, Perryman. They might have some other young players that that we you know. We don't know about, but nobody great. Let's just be real about that. And they were awful last year. That's what kept them out of the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, their, their their secondary is, is terrible. Uh, you know, up front they got Max Crosby, KJ Wright, Gerald Gerald McCoy. Yeah. Gerald McCoy used to be nice. He ain't like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they're they're, they're big time players again. You know, Ngakwe up front. Uh, Max Crosby, That's pretty pretty much. Ma- it. I mean, yeah, I, I see you, Felipe. Casey they, Hayward, you know, they, Casey they brought Hayward, in yeah. Casey Hayward, but yeah, yeah, these are and guys. They drafted that, Travon uh, Morig was the was the guy they brought in on defense. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. The uh, work safety, in progress. Right? Yes. Yeah. Work in progress. There, there are some guys you could look at and say, hey, you know, they might be all right, but they're not gonna they're not gonna show it in this game. <laughs> <laughs> listen, that, listen, you, you you say that you say that, but let Yannick and Gonquay line up over over Villanueva. Then we're Look, having a different discussion. <laughs> I, I, I think I think he'll I think he's going to terrorize Villanueva or whoever lines up there. Max Crosby. Um, yeah. No, he's no slouch. No, Max Crosby's no slouch. Raven Ron. But he ain't no star either, though. Right. It, it, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, our, I know we have concerns with our O line, but Rodney Stanley is the best tackle in the league. He's the best tackle in the league. Now he's come off an injury. You gotta see how he holds up. But as Stanley's out there, I'm not afraid, uh, you know, of who's rushing from that left side. Now Villanueva, we got questions about. Right, left guard, we got questions about. Did they name a starter? I'm not even sure if they named a starter. You know, I I don't think they they've officially named one yet. No, I don't <sighs> think so. Yeah, so there, there are some questions there, but the O line, um, I think it'll hold up in this game. This is a good game to see what we need to uh, tweak be- before we go play Kansas City. Uh, but other than that, our defense is going to, it's going to shut down. 
Davon's normally so nice. He just called you a nigga and got quite irrelevant. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is irrelevant to the run stop, though. He, he's never been a run stopper. That is true. <laughs> Which is why he, he's not going to be that effective in this game. You know, uh, Ravens had have old men rushing the passer. Yeah. Yeah. But but the Raiders don't have uh, they don't have an O line. OK, so uh, we did just get a donation on Streamlabs and uh, our guy Suge wants to uh, he wants to transition a little bit here. He says uh, here to show the best damn sports show on YouTube. But now that I've been nice. Bell is not going to be any help to the Ravens without a good O-line. He hasn't performed since leaving the Steelers. Okay. I think it was a good signing for all the injuries you have. All right. We're going to get to the Bell thing in a second. We're going to get to the Bell thing in a second. Let's give some quick... Um, Thank you, I, I, Yeah, appreciate it, Shug. Appreciate it. Um, let, let's, let's do some quick uh, predictions. Mm-hmm. Quick predictions. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... 31 to 17. What up, Garnett? What's going on, Garnett? Watching over on Twitter. Appreciate you. <laughs> What's going on, Justin? What's going on, Justin? Thanks for coming through. Stopping by before I go watch AEW and get ready for our after show. Yes, and, and Justin is part of the Let's Get Ready Network like our man Ferris. All mm-hmm. right, so make sure you check them out. You know, he's a sports fan as well. Uh, yeah, hit the, hit the subscribe button like he says, man. Thank you for coming Thank through. You, Appreciate Justin. you, Justin. Yes. Raven Ron says 28 to 6. Ravens. Tony Hendo says 45 to 10. We're going to get him Yikes. out of the paint. Yes. Wow, Tony. Welcome to Vegas. Yeah, at, That's what he's going to say. Coming out firing. <laughs> that, but that, that is another thing to uh, to consider, right? Like anytime somebody opens up a new stadium, the league schedules Baltimore and Baltimore shuts it down. Right? <laughs> Baltimore is undefeated at the other team's homecoming. Felipe <laughs> says, hot take. Oway gets a sack. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that you think that's a hot take tells us everything that that, that, that you need to know about what you think about Owe. <laughs> Listen, man. Oh my God. Listen, Owe needs to get a sack in this game. <laughs> this Dang is going to be one of the worst all lines we play. That ain't the fourteen. Okay. Holy Ravens. Ah, here we go. <laughs> Troll alert! Troll alert! Uh, get out of here, Justin. Listen. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> much, much like uh, much like Carolina and New York, I think it's going to be closer than than most people expect. And the reason I think that is because their O line isn't settled, right? Uh, yeah. They don't really know what's going on at left guard. I'm sure they're uneasy about center. They're uneasy about right tackle. And I think they're going to just run, 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 run all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think they win. And I think they they control the game pretty well. I think that it's going to be. I'm going to give them 28. To seventeen, yeah. a little bit closer than than than, than most people think. Dre the uh, Great wants to know who's guarding Waller. That should be uh, Queen. It'd be a mix between Queen and, and the safeties. Yeah, I would I would assume the answer is probably nobody. Probably nobody. The thing is, when you when you play against great players, the answer is nobody's going to stop them. Yeah. Right? You yeah. you cover them to the best of your ability. They're going to get theirs. That's just what it is. But they can't. They're not going to kill you. Right? Do we think Mr. Action Jackson will have at least three or four passing touchdowns and around 280 passing yards? Yes, I do. I, you know, I I don't think so. I think they're going to, I don't think they're going to throw enough for him to really do that. I mean, I I say that, right? But last year or a couple of years ago, he had five touchdowns on, you know, a little (laughs) over 20 20 attempts. Uh, I I think they're going to focus on the run game. Uh, I think they're really going to go out there and see what Gus and Tyson Williams can do. 
because they're going to want to know that moving forward because they just signed Le'Veon Bell. They want to know if they need to bring him up to the, the active roster or not, or if they're fine with those two guys. So I think it's really going to be about the run game on Monday. I think, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think because this is a weaker team and they know they can handle them, they're going to want to see if they can establish a passing game early. Right. And if it, doesn't you know if, if they struggle it's not a big deal they can revert back to the run they know they do that well but this is a good game to see if the o-line is going to hold up in passing or you know they got to tweak some things because the you know you know no I, I would agree with that if they uh if they weren't missing their top receivers right like you know you got well uh, i mean bateman is the only one that's not playing yeah right? yeah they're top, they're top, playing. They're top receiver Rashad Bateman. well, well you said and, receivers and, and, yeah uh miles Deadwood Dick Boykin, all right? <laughs> I don't know why y'all got to act like that's a, that's no big loss. Who's going to open up the holes for Gus? If not Miles. But no, Prochet's going to be out there, so I don't oh, know what talking about. That's true. That's true. Yeah. King, man, listen, King, I don't, you know, I would love to see that from Baltimore too, but just not with Villanueva out there, man. Like, I, Wait, I, yeah, what you want to see for Lamar. What you want to see is another coaching staff. That's what you want to see. Yeah, yeah. One passing, one passing touchdown. touchdown. Okay. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Going all out with the predictions tonight. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this should be a, a pretty safe win for Baltimore. Um, another reason why I think they, they stick the run game is because they know they, they have to have this one. They can't lose this game. Yes. Um, your favorite wide receiver is playing Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Because ne- next week is Kansas City, right? And you do not want to start out 0-1 against the Raiders and then be going into Kansas City next week. So I think they're going to be uber conservative, run, run, run all day long, and just get the win and get out. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're going to take some risk. I think they, they know they can handle them. Because at least on the defensive side, like the Raiders aren't going to really bring anything. And they can always revert back to the run. Because if they don't establish anything in week one, they don't know what they have going against Kansas City. And they have to pass. In the Kansas this City is, game, this is true. That's like you, know, you could go through the history of the Ravens and not put together a, a good five five deep wide receiving core, man. Like it's it's no. been rough. Mm-mm. It's been yeah, rough in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, it's never been a thing. All right, so let's answer oh, Shug's question. Oh, uh, here we Shug. go. All right, uh, yeah, we can talk about we can talk about <laughs> your, your guys' uh, Bills matchup coming. There's a little projection going oh, on. Here, I, I is, is, uh, are, the, are the Steelers playing the Bills? Yes. You, you taking that loss on Week One, Shug? Oh man, yes, yes. That one could get ugly. We might have to bring him on the show to to vent. He might have to have a, a venting session for for sure. <laughs> All right, to answer your question, Le'Veon Bell. What was his question again? <laughs> oh, he said that he he doesn't think he's going to play that well, uh, and, and you know he's not going to be good without the O line. So here's the thing: the O line is fine when it comes to rushing. They they know the blocking schemes. It's, it's pass protection is what I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Le'Veon Bell. All right, guys. As you know, Le'Veon Bell was signed. He's signed to the practice squad right now. At some point, I'm sure they'll move him up to the 53 man roster. Also signed Trenton Cannon from uh from Carolina. Yes. It was actually a surprise when they cut him because he initially made the 53 man roster, and then they cut him to bring on Royce Freeman. And well, be like, yeah, whatever. But he was on the roster. He was on the roster, and he's a good special. You know, like they like him for special teams. So, oh, like so well, no, no, <laughs> not, not that much. But okay, there are there are a lot of mixed feelings about Le'Veon Bell. Yes, if we're talking about 
his play, if if you say, hey, I don't think his style is is going to fit what we do. Okay, I don't agree with you, but okay, that's I, I understand that. If you think he, I think he might be washed. He had a horrible year last year. Uh, I don't think he has anything left. Understand that. If you think, hey, Latavius Murray might be a better option, I understand that. If you're saying, uh, I think he might have a, uh, be a problem in the locker room, don't like his attitude, then I got pushed back. Because what are you basing that off of? Uh, like, where has he ever been a problem in the locker room? What has he ever done for you to question uh, his attitude or his his, uh, his relationship with, with players? Yeah, yeah, the beanie's looking nice. And by the way, if you want one of those beanies or you want one of these nice LBHT crew shirts, go to lbhtshow.com slash shop. All there right, you go, get you one of those. That's right. Um, so yeah, there, there's a um, there's a perception of Le'Veon Bell like he's this diva. He, he might be some of, somewhat of a diva, but mm-hmm. a bad teammate. There's nothing to back that up whatsoever. You believe right. that is because you have these talking heads in mainstream media, and we always warn you on here: be careful what you listen to in mainstream media. Right? They set a narrative and they all repeat it, and then you start thinking that. But you always got to ask yourself: Well, when was he a bad teammate? Right. And you, and when you ask that question, uh, you won't come up with the answer because he's never been a bad teammate, right? Not that's been reported. <laughs> We're gonna make an exception for you, Justin. <laughs> <We have Leo. laughs> <for> you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think that you know it is that situation where in in Pittsburgh it's all about Roethlisberger, right? And and you know, listen, who has been a massive dirtbag throughout his career, right? Yes. But, the quarterback is the most important position in sports. Uh, they've won with him. He's a legend there. He's going to the Hall of Fame. So you're not going to take anybody's side over the quarterback. You know, even though he's out there throwing teammates under the bus publicly and everything. Uh, so, you know, you're going to paint guys like Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown like they're, they're problems uh, because, you know, you, you, they're not the ones that you're going to keep. Now, in in Antonio's case, obviously, you know, there was some stuff that happened in the last year that kind of justified that a little bit, uh, and, and and then moving on. With Le'Veon Bell, he just didn't want to stay there anymore, right? That's all. And, yeah. You know, and, they, he, and, they, and you got you got, you got to uh, emphasize the fact that he played out his contract. It wasn't right. like he held out or, or asked to be traded or anything like that. He played out his contract. They wanted to pay him. He said, for how you guys use me in the situation I'm in, you got to pay me more than that. Otherwise, yeah. I want to hit. I there was hit a, a point where he said he wanted to be paid like a top running back and top wide receiver, you know, yeah. combined. But, you know, obviously that wasn't <laughs> going to happen. Right? <laughs> right. But, you know, he's out there catching 70 plus passes a, a season. So, you know, you, you understand with the, with how heavily they leaned on him. Yeah. So, you know, they made him offer he didn't like. He decided he didn't want to play play there anymore. Played out his contract. They franchise tagged him and he just said, I'm not coming to work. I'm not coming in. You know, I don't work. I don't actually work for you. Right. Uh, so yes. I'm, I'm just not going to play for you. If so, you're going to tag me, I'll just sit out the season. And then you had Steelers, you know, Steelers players coming out in the media and, and sticking their nose in, in business that it didn't belong in. Yes. You know, uh, talking about Le'Veon Bell's money. Yeah. Because grown men don't talk about other, other grown men's money business anything not related to football okay that's a punk move okay so i don't respect that at all and and, and should i know you're a steelers fan but you you agree with that too you don't you know grown men don't don't get involved in other men's finances like that right mm-hmm. talking about oh that's that you know that that's a lot of money i wish i would in that kind of money but then play running back 
Yeah. You know, or or just get a better agent because you're an offensive lineman. You should be making more than Levy. Who was that? Ramon Foster? Was that yeah. who that was? Yeah, that's a punk move, man. Like, yeah. it, like it's his. First of all, let, let's let's explain for those of you who don't know. If they, ain't, you know, I know we got some young people in the audience. If you don't know how the franchise franchise tag works, right? You play your contract, and at the end of your contract, if you don't work out another deal. The team gets to place a franchise tag on you, meaning um, you can't sign with anybody else other than us. We own the rights to sign you, right? So mm-hmm. they place a tag on you, and they have to pay you the average of the what the top three is the top three or top five players at your position. Yeah, top five, right? For that year, mm-hmm. and if you say okay, I'll, I'll I'll agree to play it, you sign the tender, and then you're part of the team. You get that money, right? You're now part of the team until you sign that tender. They tagged you. You can't go anywhere. Um, if you, you could, you know, sometimes they let you talk to other teams and work out a deal. And if, if they work out a deal, then that team has to give the team that tagged you compensation. Usually, it, you know, it's first round picks. So that's why, it, you know, players don't like being tagged. Um, really teams don't like placing the tag because it eats up a lot of your, uh, your cap space. Mm-hmm. Right. So Le'Veon was tagged and he didn't sign the tender. So he was never a part of the team. This wasn't an issue of him abandoning the team. He wasn't a part of the team. He wasn't part of the organization. He just couldn't couldn't play anywhere else. They tried to hold him hostage and call his bluff. And he said, no, I'll take a year off. I'm good. I saved my money. And I got yeah. no problem with it. <clears throat> and fans and media don't like it when players take their own their, their career in their own hands, essentially. Right. Um, you know, fans and media want to say, hey, you got franchise tagged, so you play for the Steelers. You know, so you have to come in because that's just the way it works. Hey, they offered you a contract. Hey, it's a lot of money. You should just take that because you're a Steelers running back. You shouldn't be asking for more. You shouldn't say, hey, I want to play somewhere else, you know, et cetera. And so, yeah, from from then on, you know, he's got kind of got that rep uh, that almost like he's a bad person. Right. Yes. And, and it was just that I don't want to play for the Steelers anymore. So uh, I, I, I saw a tweet from uh, Ross Tucker today, and he's like, I have two thoughts, uh, you know, about Le'Veon Bell. And the first thing was, oh, he's a bad businessman, you know, because he, he took a worse deal for the Jets. What does that have to do with him playing football? Right. And you don't know. You, you don't, I mean, look, a bad deal for who? He didn't want to be in Pittsburgh. Right. Right. So so what if he took less money? So what? It was a better situation for him. Or at least he thought it was a bad situation for him. That's yeah. his business. What's going on, Solomon? Hey, what's going on, man? Appreciate you coming through. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like there's been a lot of players that talked about Ben Roethlisberger and how poor of a leader he is. Kind mm-hmm. of a dirt, like what kind of dirtbag he is. And after after Le'Veon leaves, you know, you have that brush up with with AB and and Roethlisberger. Like they didn't come from nowhere, yeah. right? You even even uh Clark, uh Ryan Clark, who doesn't who's not friends with A B, doesn't like A B, even said, Yeah, no, Roethlisberger, not a good leader, man. Like he like we we've had meetings about him, right? Roethlisberger is a problem, but he's the quarterback, he's the star of the team, so he gets to stay. But you have a running back that said, Hey man, I'm tired of bailing this man out, right? Uh, yeah. I'm tired of working with him. I just want to go somewhere else and do it quietly. And you want to hold me hostage? Look, if he was such a bad teammate, why did the Steelers try to trade for him back? Right. That following year, I, I'm not sure how many of you guys know that when he went to the Jets and Jets decided, you know, hey, this is a dumpster fire over here. We're going to do a fire sale and everybody. Uh, the Steelers offered to trade for him back, and they're like, nah, 
<laughs> now we're good. Big Ben lost some weight, so he's a better person now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also lost some arm strength though. So you know. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, but okay, so that that's just in terms um, of how he how he is in a locker room as far as his play. Yes, yeah, so you guys asking, do we really think that Bell is washed? I don't I know. Don't, I don't think that he's washed up. He's not. He's obviously not the player that he was. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was he was arguably the best player in the league for a couple of years. He's not that now. Uh, but I think he can still play, and certainly in a in a role like in Baltimore where he's not going to be the workhorse. Because again, in Pittsburgh, they were they they ground him down as much as possible. Yeah, there's nobody else uh, they they were using. He was he was the main guy. So I don't know what he, how much he has left. I know last year he had a bad year, but I think um, just a bad situation, right? And then yeah. he went to the Chiefs, and the Chiefs already had their situation. So no, they got it. You know, they have a young running back over there. So. I, you know, it, it's it's hard to say. It, it's hard to say. Uh, Adit saying Le- Le'Veon has mainly played with less mobile quarterbacks than than Lamar and Ben, and barely played with Mahomes. I'm curious to see Bell as a second or third halfback and mainly used as a pass catcher in the Ravens' offense. I I think he can excel at it, honestly. Yeah. Um, but you know, depending on what happens on Monday, like I, said, I think that's going to be kind of an audition for uh, Tyson Williams. And if Tyson plays well, we may not get the chance to see, uh, you know, Le'Veon in, in Baltimore too much. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and that'd be, look, that's, that's a good problem to have, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good problem to have. Um, so. What's up, Click One? He's Click One, what's going on? And, and Jets just don't know how to use him. And listen, they, I mean, the Jets were awful when he was there. Like, no running back was going to survive in, in, in that Jets offense. And, and Kansas City, you know, he was – he was a, a bench player, right? And you know, he said him and, and Andy Reid kind of butted heads, and you know, they didn't really see eye to eye. So it just it didn't work out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's fine. I, I think he still got something left, and then I, I'm interested to see uh, see him play in Baltimore. Because here's the other thing too: if he is, if he's half the player he was, right? Playing mm-hmm. with Lamar is going to make him look like the player of old. Because Lamar gives any running back a boost. Any running back, right? That that's why you and I aren't at, as high. That calm down. Like we like Gus Edwards. We're not What's as up, high. What's going on, man? We're not as high on Gus Edwards as most people uh, are. We don't. You know, we right, like Justin, Gus Edwards. Thanks hey, thanks, Justin. Through, yeah, thanks for coming through. Uh, we we like Gus Edwards, but we think Lamar is a big reason for his success, which is fine. It works. I, I, I got no problem with it, right? But um, I think. The same thing could happen for Le'Veon Bell if he's not completely washed. Yeah. I think he comes in here and he still has a little bit left. He's going to look like old Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Felipe, I don't think he's going to be active on Monday. I think they're going to stick with Trenton Cannon and put him on special teams and, and just see what they have in Gus Edwards and Tyson Williams. Uh, if it doesn't look great, I think that that's when you'll see uh, Le'Veon come up. Tony said, not Justice Hill. Listen, man, Justice Hill didn't <laughs> – look, you give you give Justice Hill the same amount of carries, I bet you he starts looking like it. All right. Tell That's right, tough. Yeah, well, just to say, <laughs> like it up, hit that like button. Yes, guys, uh, we're forty three minutes in. Uh, mm-hmm. We have thirty four people in here. Make sure you hit that like button, and if you do here, also subscribe. Sure. There's only one thing the offensive coordinator in Baltimore knows how to do, and that is run the ball. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. But yeah, he needs to be gone though. All right, real quick, let's yeah. talk about. Um, Let's talk about Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews uh, got extended. 
Yeah, let's make it real quick because we got to give our, our season predictions and then we're going to bring on our guest. Yes, 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 uh, yes. It's, it is eight right now. So, so real quick, Mark Andrews. So my, my take on Mark Andrews, I'm not going to say that he was overpaid or didn't earn it, didn't deserve it or anything like that. Congratulations to Mark. Uh, you know, that's a, a big time deal. Really happy for him. You know, he seems to be, you know, really happy in Baltimore, wants to stay there. Just personally, I, I probably wouldn't have given it to him. Uh, you know, I would have saved that. But yeah, like, you know, we're looking at a situation where they just passed on 15 mil, uh, million a year for Julio, right? I would have just given that money to Julio. Yes. You know, or, or, or a, you know, some uh, another wide receiver. But again, that's not to say that Mark doesn't deserve it. That's just kind of a personal preference thing. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, you look at it and say, well, he's young and, you know, he's he's one of the, the better tight ends in the league. All true. All true. But, you know, I don't I don't care if Julio only has two years left. We're trying to win right now. Like my thing is be all in right now and, yes. you know, stop trying to make plans for the future. and You don't know what the future might hold. Um, but look, look, Mark Andrews is one of the top tight ends in the league. Yes, he's a step mm-hmm. below Waller. And Kittle and and Kelsey, that's yeah. all right though. I, you know, fourth best, that's that's fine, and that that's who's available to us. Those guys aren't available to us, yeah. so um, I'm all for it. You know, congratulations to him, and um, that's not a bad move. We you know we we, we locked down one of the better players on our team. Jake said Hayden Hurst is still sick from the. Hayden Hurst got that. He got that first round money though. I'm still sick from that Hayden Hurst pick. Yeah, that was terrible. That was bad. King of Pugo says 450 total yards for Lamar. Another opening game feast. Man, hope so. Hope so. I love watching Lamar ball out, man. Love it. All right, all right, all right. We got we got speed it up. We got we got to get our guess. Do you wait? Do you want to do guess first or and then? Uh no, I think we, we can just run through the predictions and then and then we can uh bring him on. Okay, all right. It, all right. He knows when to come on, right? I'm gonna you yeah, let him know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Panthers season predictions. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So we're wait, gonna wait, give wait. Our, let's, let's uh, be, before we, we look, we have to mention we we've done a video, right? Our our early and reckless season predictions that your that, that your fan base just just hated they hated us for us they called us haters i said calm down this is we're just having fun here okay this is Mm -hmm. this is fun time relax okay we're not saying we're not saying this is what's gonna be we're just having fun right now we're overreacting a little bit to the draft you know you guys still love sam Darnold. just give it time (laughs) um and now we're here okay now we're here we're the week of uh one i want to ask panthers nation Especially the ones that watch those videos and, and, and give us those thumbs down. How do you feel now? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel now? Uh, I, I saw a lot of people. Uh, uh, they, were, they were really high on San Donald. Uh, now they're not as high. Um, record prediction. We want to do record prediction. We want to do um, what else? Uh, uh, we're gonna, performers. We're gonna... Well, we're going to do uh, MVP, you know, uh, offense, defense, player of the year, offense and defensive rookie of the year. For the, uh, for the league? For the, for the, the league, league. For the league. Okay. All right. Sorry. So we'll start with, we'll start with the Panthers season yeah. prediction. Let's, let's do, let's do record and then like give like a, we, we gave like a breakout candidate or something last time. Yeah. Uh, so for the Panthers, uh, I'm looking at, you know, a, a strong start to the season. You know, they got the Jets. They've got Houston in there. They've got Philly, not great teams. So I think they they, they start out fairly well, but unfortunately, uh, 
I, I've got them taking a five game skid into the bye week. Uh, they got Atlanta at Atlanta. You got New England, Arizona, Washington, Miami. I have them losing all those. Uh, so with that in mind, I have them finishing the season seven and ten, which Ooh. you know is a little better than than I thought. Uh, you know, a month or two ago, but yeah, I'm I, I just not a lot of faith in Sam. Not a lot of faith in the O line, and honestly, not much faith in the coaching staff. So I'm saying seven and ten for Carolina. Uh, in terms of breakout players, uh, offensively, you know, it's kind of tough. Most of their offensive uh, weapons are established, uh, but you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to Dan Arnold there. Uh, I think he has a, a very nice season. I think he's a, a good red zone weapon, despite Carolina's uh, struggles in the red zone. I think he he plays pretty well this season. I, I just want to point out that uh, in our in our our fantasy football league over on Patreon.com slash LBHT show, um, <laughs> this guy right here has got Dan Arnold on his team. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, defensively, defensively, uh, you know kind of a, a a cheap pick because i mean we all know he can play already but we're talking about a breakout and i'm saying i'm thinking it, it is going to be brian burns i'm expecting a huge year out of brian burns but I'm, I'm taking him as the the breakout player still okay all right um top up he says derrick brown on defense okay yeah i mean derrick you know i mean he 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 played well last year uh, I think we we all kind of expect him to 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 play at a high level, uh, but yeah, yeah, that that's a, a nice pick also. Apugo says Terrace Marshall standout rookie. I like that, I like that. All right, so my record wasn't that far off. I think I had him going maybe eight and nine, mm. eight and nine. I'm going to do a little better this time as well. I'm going to say nine and eight, <laughs> nine and eight. Okay. Now, how would you feel that about that, Panthers fans? Uh, B, how would you feel about that? If they went nine eight because because I, I don't think nine eight is gonna is going to. Uh, be I would feel enough. like if they drafted Justin Fields, they'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. If they went nine eight, I'd be very upset. I would be very very angry if this team went nine and eight and they passed on the franchise left tackle on the franchise quarterback in the first round. I, think, I would not like that. I I think this defense is going to be serious. I think, I think it's going to be yeah. tough. And they are going to will it to a nine and eight record. They lost a lot of games close last year. Yeah, they had a better quarterback last year. And and listen, I factored the defense into them Worst getting defense, the seven, into them getting the seven wins. I factored that in. Okay. Because I if you're telling me that you're gonna rely on a defense where all of the best players have three years experience or less, and most of them less, I'm gonna say you're gonna lose a lot of games. I think I think I think on offense is going to sound weird because we're not Sam Donald fans. Oh, Eric Elsa is Sam Donald comeback player of the year. Man, listen, I hate the fact that you can give people comeback player of the year just because they sucked the year before. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm going to say no, Eric. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, we didn't, I didn't even think about that. For da- Dak players. is comeback player of the year. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. 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 Um, I I I don't think Sam Donald's going to have a good year, but I think. DJ Moore is going to be, he's going to be the the offensive player uh, on that on that that team, right? Yeah. It, I, I know you're thinking, how could it happen when Sam Donald's going to have a bad year? You see that happen all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I think DJ Moore contract year for him too, right? I think this is uh, his contract year. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got the the, the option year, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Felipe asking who's going to win the division? That's Tampa. I think Tampa runs away with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 
JC Horn six picks this year. Raven Ron says, "Yeah, um, yeah, I can see that. I agree, with Brian. I, 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 I agree with you, B. Brian Burns is going to be the um, I, look. I, I'm, I'm giving, I'm getting ahead of myself, but Brian Burns, I have for the defensive player <laughs> of the year, defensive MVP. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on to Baltimore. The, the just the, the season record predictions. I'll throw mine out there real quick. Uh, I've got Baltimore going 13 and four. You know, I know that, that we've been kind of critical of a lot of the moves they've made. That's with an eye towards the postseason. Yes. Uh, you know, their, their schedule is is pretty tough in the second half of the year. I have them starting out six and one, I believe it was. Uh, they have a really, really tough schedule uh, the second half of the year. But, you know, they're one of the, the best teams in the league. So I think they come through it pretty well and finish out the year 13 and four and win that division. Yeah. Similar record here. 13 to four. 13 to four. Actually, no. No, I'm going to say 14 and three. Oh, 14 and three. You know why? Because let me answer Felipe real quick. If PJ Walker plays, they win four games. <laughs> Jermaine Carter, breakout defensive player. Didn't he get cut? No, man. He's starting. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> What's um, up, attitude pop? 14 attitude and three pop. or 15 and two. Okay. You know what? 14 and three. 14 and three. We're going to have 14 wins again, just like Lamar's MVP year, because Lamar is going to be MVP once again. Yes. Yes. Uh, that, yes. that is actually, I yes. have that pick as well. I, I made that pick earlier in the offseason, and I have not, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just emboldened by what I saw from Lamar when he when he came back and started practicing and everything. He looks great. So I'm going to say Lamar, yes, wins him his second MVP. I yeah, like and like B said, I know it sounds like we're we're all down on the Ravens. We're very critical. We are because we believe they can win a Super Bowl. But in order to win a Super Bowl, you have to do the things necessary to get past those other teams that are Super Bowl caliber, like mm-hmm. the Chiefs, like the Bucks, like the Bills, right? And I don't see us doing enough yet to do that. So, you know, we got you know, the guy play the games. We gotta see how it goes. But uh, I have no doubt about Lamar. Lamar um healthy he's got a little bit more weapons the, the o-line will see how they look but he's he he looks like he improved from last year and you know he's he's going to improve a little bit every year going forward because he puts in that work he has that work ethic he has that drive i have no doubts about lamar jackson um and you know hollywood healthy i think he's going to have a breakout year too i think he's going to be over a thousand yards honestly i think he's probably be the top wide receiver on the team right okay so, so uh as moving forward from there uh i'll give my my picks for offensive and defensive player and offensive and defensive rookie offensive player of the year i'm gonna say christian mccaffrey i think they're gonna lean on him a lot in carolina this year um, wait you're, you're talking about for your team or, or, or no for, for the league? for the league for the league, for the I, league. Think he, I think i think christian mccaffrey can get it. i think he has a huge comeback year a lot of people are kind of counting him out so i think he he comes back with a huge year wins offensive player of the year defensive player of the year i'm going with chase young out of washington um yeah you know, I, I said that that brian burns would have a big year but not quite big enough i think it goes to chase young and, and also you know carolina is carolina you know they don't get a lot of love uh nationally christian does not so much the other the rest of the team. Uh, Washington. And, and Washington, Washington, I think, is going to be in the mix to win that division, uh, which is you know, gonna gonna put Chase Young over the top. Uh offensive rookie, I'm going with Zach Wilson. 
I'm not real. I'm not super confident in that pick, but you know, everybody who, who's been watching him says they, they, that he looks great. Uh, I believe in Robert Saleh. They've got some nice pieces around him, a, a pretty decent offensive line. Uh, and if he has even a, a, an all right year, they'll, you know, they'll give it to the quarterback. Right. And I just, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good enough with urban Meyer to, to get that offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. I'm going with Micah Parsons out of Dallas. You know, all uh, all reports are he he's the real deal, and he's going to rack up tackles in Dallas because that defense is awful. Although I heard that he got beat by the fullback in uh, in practice. I ain't no problem. I ain't no problem. <laughs> no problem. Sorry. Uh, okay, those are good picks. All right, so MVP, we all agree, it's Lamar Jackson. Uh, Offensive Player of the Year is it usually a different person? Yeah, because yeah, you know the MV- MVP is just a quarterback award now. Uh okay. Uh, so if it's another offensive player, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Okay. I like Alvin Kamara because they, I think, I think Jameis is gonna have them competitive. <laughs> and if they make the playoffs, Alvin Kamara is going to be a huge reason for that. I'm going to say Alvin yeah. Kamara. Yeah, the Ravens going right, 17 Jason. and 0. Okay, Jason, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> He's tired of the hate. <laughs> All right. So, offensive player of the year, Alvin Kamara. Comeback player of the year, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Jameis. Jameis. Do I got to tell you why? That I, I, I'm gonna tell you why. I, I'm, I'm gonna sh- not tell you. I'm gonna show you why. This is why. This is why. Right here. Okay. <laughs> James is gonna yeah. be a comeback player of the year. Defensive player of the year. I'm going with Brian Burns. I said that earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Brian Burns. I, I think this is this is gonna be the year for him, man. And, and look, I understand. You, you, I understand. Carolina is a small market; they don't get as much attention. But he's got the Spider-Man pose. Okay, that gets that gets national attention right there. That it was. I, I when I first heard that, I was like, "All right, whatever. That's pretty. It's pretty cool. I love yeah, it. I love it." And, and after, especially after he does it uh, after sacking Tom Brady, yeah, yeah. that's going to get picked up. Yeah. So Brian Burns, uh, offensive rookie of the year, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is on a better team. <laughs> he's on a no Justin Fields on a better team. He's got yeah. the better weapons, and I think he's a better quarterback. The so only Justin reason Fields, I didn't pick Justin Fields is because he's not starting out the season. I'm not sure exactly how many games he's gonna play, and Zach's yeah. gonna be out there from, from week one, so I figured they give it to him. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 like I would Fields. not be shocked at all with Justin Fields. And defense and defensive rookie of the year. I'm going with JC Horn. That's right. I said it. JC Horn. Okay. Yes, I, I, I can see that too. I think he's going to get thrown at a lot, and I, I do think he's going to have a good number of uh, interceptions. But I think he's also going to have a good number of pass interference penalties. So that's fine. We'll that, see. That's not going to hurt him. Not going to hurt him. <laughs> okay. All right. So those are our predictions. And now, what, what do we want? What do we want to call this segment? I didn't even have a name for it. You know, uh, betting odds. Sure. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll let Derek. Uh, uh, you know come up with it with a name if he if he if he wants uh so yeah we're gonna bring on our guest now you all know him he's always in the chat we got Derek weatherly coming on to uh talk some of the some, some good bets the best bets of the week what's going on Derek what's, what's up on, fellas <laughs> um yeah I'm gonna be coming to y'all every week with five games 
both Carolina and the Baltimore Ravens. I'm also going to be hitting y'all up with the primetime game Sunday, Monday night. And if I find a game of the week that I like, that's what I'm going to be highlighting. Um, that could be a good matchup. Uh, you might see odd line movement with the spread. The number of things you might look for, because in some instances, you're not talking about necessarily picking who might win the game. Yep. And that might be something you're looking at. Okay. And so as far as this upcoming week, um, mm-hmm. you know, typically you won't find me making many plays or making much action on a Thursday night game. Right. They're too unpredictable. And typically in the betting scenes, you lo- you like trends. You like things you can count on. Consistency goes a long way. And when you talk about Thursday night games, that is the one thing you do not hear about. Right. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside of the first game of the year, Tampa Bay and uh, Dallas, mm-hmm. you might not see another Thursday night game out of me. That being said, <laughs> going into this game, I highly doubt the Dallas offense is going to be clicking. You've had no live dr- – I don't want to say live drills. I hadn't been following the team that much. Uh, mm-hmm. as far as day-to-day, but Dak has no rapport with his wide receivers. He hasn't gotten on the field in any sort of game action. Mm-hmm. That kind of rust, you going up against one of the top defenses coming from last year, returning yeah. all its players. Yeah, There you go again, talking about that consistency. You know, you're not guessing what guys are, you know, going to do what. No, you know. You saw him do it last year. Is and also with cool? Dallas, you've got uh, Zach Martin, you know, looking like he's going to miss the game uh, after he, he tested positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that that's going to be a blow for them as well, you know, in the middle of that line, dealing with Ndamukong Sue and, and those guys. See, and that's another thing, you know. You start looking at injuries and things like that with the matchup uh, with the Cowboys. You got Tom Brady going up against that defense. Even if he doesn't go for a stellar game, I don't see him making the kind of mistakes that it's going to take for him to lose that game. So in this game, I saw the number open when they originally released week one numbers a couple months back at around six and a half. You find that number right now floating around nine and a half, maybe closer to 10 by tip off. Looks like America's team is not America's team coming this Thursday. <laughs> um, King of Pugo agrees with you. He says cowgirls are getting walloped. <laughs> yes. And also, you know, that being said, if you do think the Cowboys are better than predicted and, you know, maybe that number should have been more around that original six and a half, seven, and you think, you know, getting nine and a half, nine, ten points might be the difference, you know, maybe a one-score game, maybe they lose by a touchdown. Yeah, that's a possibility. But as far as me, I will be taking Tampa Bay. Minus, I got it at minus six and a half. So that's what I'm going to be paying attention to. But like I said, if you go out now, you might find the number around nine, ten. And me personally, I wouldn't take that number. I would just, you know, let it pass. Um All right. 
coming to the Carolina game. As you see, I'm decked up in my gear representing like That's you right. do. That's I right. will be in attendance for all home games this year with the Panthers, so I will be able to give you live perspective at some of the things going on the field, maybe some of the things you don't see make, make it on television. Mm-hmm. Um, going into this game, there's a lot of question marks. That's It's that simple. <laughs> Um, on both yeah. sides of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And it being week one, not having a lot of data, not having things to look off of, you know, I don't give much weight to preseason. It, it, it's good if you're looking at your team, trying to know the ins and outs of your own team. But outside of that, you don't pick up much from preseason, in my opinion. And so I would be looking at the offensive line struggles uh, I, I believe y'all already mentioned it, how uh, Miller for the Panthers, he'll miss the game because of the COVID list. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You do have some, uh, I don't know if it was injury specifically, but, you know, a couple players on the New York side, defensive uh, missing. But I feel that their front seven is going to be a challenge for our offensive line. Yeah. You put a quarterback like Sam Darnold, who still hadn't gained his footing in the league, look shaky. That doesn't spell a recipe for success. Me, I will be taking the Jets plus five, though I feel this game will come down to a field goal or whoever's got the better defense. And in my opinion, that is the Panthers. And so I think when it's all said and done, that plus five is going to be, you know, Jets lose, but cover on the spread. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now coming to another game, I noticed that I liked where, as before I mentioned, you know, the spread might be something that stands out to you. Um, the Vikings versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I found it at minus three. It seemed to hold pretty consistently there, you know, bit small market teams. You don't see – as much public action, so you might not see a number move as much as you might see with some games. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay being, you know, a prime example. You got Tom Brady on one side, Super Bowl champs. You got America's team on the other side. That's going to bring in a lot of action. Minnesota versus Cincinnati, it's not the same story. <coughs> but at right. minus three, I'm pretty sure that Minnesota has the offense to come out and do what's necessary to win by more than a field goal on the road. um, Cincinnati, they did what seems nothing to improve their offensive line struggles. You got Joe Burrow who's returning from injury. So there's not really anything concrete you can look at there to make any predictions (laughs) off of. And so we will be seeing, you know, a lot of things firsthand, but I don't think they have the weapons. I'm not big on Joe Mixon. I don't see him having a good season, to be honest. Um, Okay. In this game, I think Minnesota has a good enough defense to limit what Joe Burrow could do. And they have a strong enough offense where – they'll win by more than three. I see this game possibly being a seven to 10 uh, point spread or not point spread, but a seven to 10 margin victory when it's all said and done. Um, All right. And then you come to a Sunday night game. Um, 
who I believe is the yeah, Rams. Paris and the Rams. Yes. Yep. There you go, King of Pogo. Yep. Answer the question. Uh, <laughs> this, I believe, is going to possibly get ugly. I saw the number <laughs> open around <laughs> seven and a half, I believe, maybe eight. It's currently at nine. The and you said Justin Fields isn't Monday playing, right? Night. Yeah, the closer we get to Monday night, we might see this number <laughs> break double digits. Okay. And, wow. You know, in the NFL, that's you, that's a blowout. That's not spread you typically see. You know, yeah, in yeah, college, yeah. yeah, you'll see a 20, 30 point spread. Um, but yeah, in the NFL, you see double digits, that's really saying something. So that you know, that'll catch a few eyeballs. That might make you think about taking, you know taking the points going against that favorite because you don't feel they're going to lose by two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, in this Rams game, I really feel that Darnold and their defense is going to rate, just make a lot of havoc for the Chicago offense. And then as well, like Chicago, I don't see their defense being much. I think Stafford is going to excel being in a better offensive system and what seems like a better coaching system. Mm-hmm. Um, he never struggled with the pieces put around him. You, If anything, he made players around him better. Now, yes, he did have Megatron for a while, but um, – Ginger yeah, quarterback. That <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, he seemed to make players around him better in his yeah. time in Detroit. And so now being in a better situation, I just I think the Rams are the better team. And you know, even at nine points, I'd still take them. Uh I don't wow. see I'd be shocked if the Chicago Bears score 14 points, to be honest. Wow. All not right. a lot, not a lot of love for uh for Andy Dalton in the in, in Derek's household there. I see. <laughs> hey, and that's coming from somebody that actually has him ironically on a fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's gonna be another that's gonna have to be another segment. We'll have to give like weekly updates on our fantasy football league yeah. and uh, let people know what's going on there. Derek is right. is also and in so, our league. Yeah. And now that brings us down to the Monday night game where we got y'all's Ravens, who, you know, I'm glad to, you know, have them on the sheet. You know, I'll be honest and true with them as I am in the chat. Uh, it's a four and a half point game. That's what. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got a four and a half point game playing at Vegas. Um, it being a road dog favorite like that, something to always keep in mind is potentially you know home field advantage does affect the spread. You know, it's a it's an actual thing when people say home field advantage is worth three points. That right. is literally a thing for the most part. So you are actually talking about potentially being a six and a half, seven point favorite if this game is being played at Baltimore. So four and a half, I really like the number there. Even with the running back issues that Baltimore has had. Yeah, I have my doubts as uh, about their offense and ability to move the ball. Um, I think some of y'all pre- uh, predictions are a little out there. But <laughs> if Lamar does have an MVP-like season, 
that is more than possible for them to reach. That's right up there with uh, Jose mentioned uh, Brian Burns for Defensive Player of the Year. That's right. I was actually on this pick early before. If you're in the Discord, you see some of the stuff that I put up. You know, plus 6,600 Defensive Player of the Year, a bit of a long shot behind players like uh, Chase Young, I believe. uh, That's right. um, Aaron Donald, uh, maybe. Dude in L.A., the Rams. I'm drawing. Yeah, Aaron Donald. Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah, darn. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's the leader at last I saw. But either way, you know, if Burns has a 12-15 sack season, you are talking about the type of season that will have you in the conversation for defensive player of the year. Um, right. And it's just that simple. If you don't actually have the season, you won't be there. So, if you feel strongly about something like Baltimore making the Super Bowl, Khalil Mack's another one, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, if you feel strongly about the Ravens, you know, winning the conference or something like that, you may not like the number you see looking at a prop bet like that, but you might like the number you see on a Lamar Jackson to win MVP because it – very well could take a MVP season for them to achieve those things. Right. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of ways you can look at things and see correlated movement and how not just, you know, it's not just the public that drives some of these numbers, but it's actually, you know, things that occur on the field. Um, Before preseason started, the Panthers uh, were somewhere around, plus 3,300 to win their division. Mm. Come, uh, it was roughly about a month ago, um, maybe maybe even two weeks ago, the number had moved, and they, the numbers have gotten even longer. They are plus 4,000. Not a single yeah. game had been played. Right, All right. people saw was preseason and offseason talks and things like that. So you didn't see as much movement on um, a uh, player like uh, or a team like the Ravens, a little bit more consistency there, even though they lost a player like J.K. Dobbins. Um, So, yeah, these are just things that you can look at and potentially keep in mind as you're looking for numbers. Because one thing I always do keep in mind, at no point in time is this telling you to bet, but not making a bet can still be a good play. And that's what you're looking to do. You're looking to make good plays. Now, yes, if it's your team and you want to put some money on your team because you're a fan and you know you want to rep your boys, nothing's wrong with that. But if you want to approach it from a strategical side and use the information you know that's out there and available, you don't have to pay for some service to tell you stuff. I'm not here giving you any information you couldn't go and look up for yourself. I just happen to be a sports junkie and enjoy doing it. And so, you know, the opportunity came about and now I'm here, hopefully maybe informing and educating some of the LBHT crew. And if nothing more, adding to the entertainment. That's what's up, man. Right. Hey, Derek, man, we appreciate you coming on. And you're going to be seeing a lot more of Derek in the future. Hey, appreciate Thank you. you we're we're going to see right. you in overtime show, show, so we'll see you shortly. All right. Oh, you there you go. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's our man, Derek, man. L- listen, um, 
I hope you're taking notes because uh, mm-hmm. he he knows betting. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, I placed uh, two bets in my life. I lost both of them. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, good information. And uh, King of Pugo says Darius seems low on the Ravens. He's not low on the Ravens, man. Like you gotta understand when he's looking at it from the outside, right? F- fans of, of teams have a much brighter outlook on their team. Okay. Yeah. And he's giving you a realistic look um, from the outside of our team. He's not down on them. He's just seeing it how it is. You know, like he's pointing out things that are may not be so obvious to us as fans. And I know we think, hey, we got the inside track on all these guys. And, you know, nobody knows Gus Edwards like like we know Gus Edwards. No, but they but he knows Christian McCaffrey. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a Panthers fan. Um, they're not the same. Christian McCaffrey's on a completely different level. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook is on a completely different level. Derrick Henry's on a completely different level, right? So they're looking at it like that. Like, yeah, you got a good running back, but like he's not, he's not those guys. And again, it's not a shot. It's just they're calling it how they see it. The same way we look at other teams, you know. Right. So right. Yeah. And again, you know, it's not even about whether or not they're gonna win or lose. It's about whether or not they're gonna cover. You know, right. it's a that, whole, that's, that's what it's looking a whole at different, different conversation. Yeah. And tell Puppy, yes, if you are not subscribed to Lunch Break Hot Take, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Hit the subscribe button. Okay, do it right now. Hashtag road to 1K. Yes, we are. Look, um, we, we'll give you guys a couple minutes for a bonus time because um, we didn't really uh, we didn't really have it. A uh, couple minutes. Uh, type what you want uh, in there. We'll discuss it real quick. And then we're going to we're going to fire up this. Um, we're going we're gonna to fire up this overtime show. Where's my graphic? Man, I, I'm all over the place today. I didn't even have my graphics up t- today. There we go. Uh, if you want to be a part of the overtime show, patreon.com slash LBHT show. And I can tell you right now, we're going to be discussing more Ravens and Panthers and, and other teams because I know our man Ferris is a, is a Giants fan. I know Caleb is a Dallas fan. Mm-hmm. I know Suge is a, is a Steelers fan. Suge is waiting right now. Okay, Suge <laughs> is probably in our DM saying, yo, Link, send it. Send it. <laughs> he, is, he is waiting. If you have never experienced the overtime show, I mean, you can ask some people in the chat. It's worth it. Yeah. They'll tell you it's worth it, man. We talk about anything and everything. It gets a little intense sometimes, but it's it's always fun. <laughs> it's always a good time. Uh, Add to pop. You posted this question like five times, man. I see you. <laughs> Did y'all notice Lamar Thorne got a lot tighter and more accurate? Yes, I have noticed that. Yeah, we, also we, we mentioned it a little while ago. Yeah, he, he he's looking fantastic. Uh, that, that's a, that's part of why I feel so comfortable saying you know he's going to win that second MVP this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. You know, he, he's he's kind of taken the, the critics words and, 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 you know, gone to work on it and answered it. You know, he came back throwing it to the to outside the numbers, throwing it downfield much better. You know, and, and uh, you know, like you said, throwing uh, the tighter spirals, you know, better ball placement, everything. You know, and he just he, he looks a lot more serious, um, you know, not like overly serious or anything. You know, obviously, Lamar goes out but, there. He has he has fun. But you can tell he's focused, got like a kind of a different a different attitude about him. Uh, so I think he's going to have a huge year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, look, last year was his down year. He was like four pa- uh, touchdown passes away from hitting 30 touchdowns, right? That's his down year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and you got an extra game this year. No, I'm sorry. He's, he, he's going to be the guy. Yeah. It is worth it. That's right. Mr. Jada Six <laughs> can tell you. Yes. And Ferris, yes, we didn't even mention Ferris. Ferris is always uh, – he, he's always like very passionate. Yes, he's very <laughs> passionate about sports. All right. All right. 
we're gonna wrap this up. I said I was gonna give you guys a couple of minutes, but uh oh wait, hold on. Tell Puppy's got a question. Thoughts on my award predictions. Uh Russ Russell Wilson or MVP. Yeah, I mean look, I, I I like it. You know, last year he was kind of a front runner. Uh and then you know they they, they just went a hundred percent passing and 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 he kind of took himself out of it with some interceptions, but uh, he's you know, always in the conversation. Russ yeah, is certainly always in the he's, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league for sure. Dalvin, if he stays healthy, is a is a strong pick for uh, offensive player of the year. Miles Garrett, I certainly hope not, but you would, obviously he's got the ability, right? Uh, yes, yeah. You know, Kyle Pitts, I think that's going to be a tough one, man. I think it's tough. You know, historically tight ends uh, don't don't put up numbers as rookies. Uh, and also, he's going to be on an awful team, and he's going to be going up against uh, a few first-round quarterbacks. I don't think he's got a great shot at it, but you know, he may be one of the best players from the draft. Joe Tryon, you know, again, the, the, when you when you start talking about the rookie of the year, the big name, you know, I think plays into it a lot, and Joe just doesn't really have it. Uh, so I, I think he's, he's, you know, again, may have a great season. I don't think it'll be enough, you know, to, to, to propel him to, a a defensive rookie of the year. I mean, there's, there's too many good players on that team as well, you know, like for him to really shine, you know, I, I think it's gonna be one of those things after, after the bucks make, you know, they make another run or not. And a lot of those, you know, Brady retires and some of those other players, um, go elsewhere, then he'll have a, he'll have more of a shot to shine, but like right now he's not gonna. I mean, he'll, he'll I'm sure he'll he'll do fine, but he's he's not gonna really get a chance to really ball out like that. And he's 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 out there with a couple of the the best linebackers in the league. Well, that's uh, what I mean. That's be, that's what yeah, I mean. He'll be, like he'll be overshadowed. Yeah. 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 Uh, comeback player of the year, Dak. I think he. I think Dak gets it. Uh, Burrow. You know, I I don't like what I've been hearing about Burrow over the off season. You know, I I think he'll be fine in the long run. Uh, but I think Dak is going to come out hot from day one. Uh, I think he's going to run away with comeback player of the year. Yeah, coach of the year, McVeigh. Mm, yeah, I, he'll be up there. He'll he'll be up there for sure. Uh, I don't I don't know. It it, it really depends because what you're really going to be looking for a coach of the year is a team that you expect to be bad, who's much better. So like you know a, a Robert a Sale uh, a type of coach. You know if you look at the Jets and you're thinking oh you know four or five wins if they win eight or nine you know that's a coach of the year candidate right everybody kind of expects the rams to be a top team so i think it's going to be tough for him to uh to to really get that award um kyle shanahan i'm not i'm not a kyle shanahan fan but he's he's going to be in in the runs too because he's got a healthy team this year um and he's got his quarterback and i think the 49ers are going to be really good man i think they're going to be really good so he's going to be in the rings for it too yeah, it's how, I understand you're not basing it on name. I'm just saying that's how those those awards get uh, get handed out sometimes. You asked for our opinion, man. We're giving you our opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Jason got MVP Josh Allen. Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's a strong pick, yeah. yeah. He had MVP Devon, numbers last year. Listen, Devontae Smith, I think he's going to have a really, really tough time. Man. He ain't got no quarterbacks over there. And no weight. Uh, and, and, and no line. <laughs> and, and, and they're going to be losing a lot of games. That's, that's going to be a tough one. No body uh, mass. <laughs> JC Horn, you know that. Yeah, that's a strong pick. I think he's going to have a lot of uh, a lot of interceptions. Devonte Adams, that's a that's an interesting pick there. I mean, that's that's Aaron's number one guy. He's going to put up huge numbers. He's one of the top wide receivers in the league, so for sure. TJ Watt's not even going to play this year, apparently. Uh, TJ wanna, Watt wants his money. They don't want to give him his money. 
but obviously, you know, if he gets out there, you know, for sure, one of the one of the best, the better defensive players in the league. In the league, Tavon Young for comeback player of the year. I would love to see it. I don't know that he can stay healthy for a whole season to get it though. All right, okay. And, and coach of the year, John Harbaugh. Now, 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 okay, let, let me navigate for a second. <laughs> Eric L says the same thing here. He says, What about Harbaugh for coach of the year? Ravens win 14 and Mr. Jackson wins MVP. I can see it happening. It look so, so many mixed feelings because I feel great if, if Lamar won MVP again. I feel a little sick if Harbaugh got a coach of the year because I want him out of here. <laughs> now, now, look, if it, if it, look, if he wins a Super Bowl, winning heals all, right? If he yeah. was a Super Bowl, okay, fine, whatever, right? You got, you know, you got quarterback that's a two-time MVP at that point, and we win a Super Bowl. I, you know, it is what it is. We're winning, fine, right? Yeah. But if we have 14 wins, Lamar's an MVP again, and we lose in the playoffs, <laughs> and he was coach of the year, I would be sick. That that yeah. that, that would disgust me. King of Pugo says uh, Stafford will let them down. I. I I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, right. I, I agree with that, King. Yeah. I agree. Look, Stafford is a good quarterback. Um, he's had some good numbers. He's had he's had you know some of the best players in the league uh, or best wide receiver ever to play. And Calvin Johnson, uh, he's playing with him. Have a godly year. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's yeah, gonna yes, happen. yeah, yeah. Lamar's gonna have a godly year. But but Matt Stafford, um, yes, he's a good quarterback. But it is hard for me after 13 years of watching him not win any significant games at all say they're going to go far with them, right? Is he going to, is he going to have a, a good year stat wise? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Is he going to perform well? Yeah, I think so. I don't even, I, are they going to win the playoffs? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, I, I think they, they might even be good enough to get out of the first round. Like to, like to, you know, have a buy. Uh, well, actually no, because but they, yeah, they are, they're good enough. They're good enough to, to, to get yeah. that by, yeah, um, but they get in that second round. I, I don't see them winning it. Right. Right. So, all right. So, so, all right. So, I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read this real quick. Add to pop. Uh, did y'all hear Stephen A. today? He said Lamar's not elite because he's not a good thrower of the football under pressure. And I really feel like this year is gonna be special for him. Add to pop. We did hear that, and we are going to talk about that in the overtime show. <laughs> all right. You see, how I did that. And if you want to be a part of overtime show, Patreon.com/slash/lbht show. Go ahead and sign up right there. We are going to get this thing started. Guys, I appreciate you coming through. Tomorrow is the start of the season. We made it. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. I, probably, we probably won't last you tomorrow, but, uh, you know, we'll be on. Follow us on social media. Okay. Yes. At LBHT show. We try and get our followers up everywhere. Yeah, Twitter, we, we're Instagram, not going to be Facebook. live streaming tomorrow, but our guy Ferris is going to be live streaming over on the Let's yes. Get Ready Network. Make sure you guys check that out. Yes. Uh, if uh, you're he'll, not be, he'll be streaming with, uh, with Caleb, Caleb, the, the, the Cowboys fan. You get to see uh, Caleb lose it a bit because Dallas going to hey, ask him. Before you get off, before you guys log off, go to Let's Get Ready Network. Subscribe. Subscribe. All right. Set your reminders. All right. They're going to be live streaming tomorrow. Check them out. All right. We're going to be in that chat room over there. So hang out with us. All right. Put in hashtag LBHT crew. Let them know that you're representing. All right. <laughs> um, all right, guys. We're getting out of here. False. Start of start of the uh, oh Hendo want that that belt. We didn't even you guys were supposed to remind us to bring the belt on this time. Uh, remind us next time, man. All right. Okay. Let me get this outro out. All right, y'all. Have a good night. 
We'll see you later. Peace out. LBHT crew. If you like what you hear, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And if you'd like to support the show, you can check out the links in our description for merchandise, or you can visit patreon.com slash LBHT show for extra content. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>